magic lamp. Wonder what happens when I rub it. You have awakened me. I shall grant you three wishes. My first wish is for economic development. My second wish is to save hours of travel time. And my third wish is to create safer roads. You could have just wished for bus rapid transit and gotten all these things with one wish. Make all your transit wishes come true. Learn more about bus rapid transit at indigo.net slash bus dash rapid dash transit. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show. Pretty boy, Tony. It's Tuesday with Tony Cass on the Hammer and Nigel Show. Uh, don't want to keep Tony waiting. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here hooking up live with Tony Katz for Tuesdays with Tony. Any number of places we could start here, though. These um, trial dates for Donald Trump. Let's start there. Like, one of the trial dates for the indictment is, um, like, the day before Super Tuesday next year. So when you hear Donald Trump talk about election interference, how do you process when you see these dates, some of these trials? Like, I, I, I think it's election interference. Do you feel that way? I think most people think that it's due, that 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 it is. I mean, that it's true. Uh, you, you've got Fannie Willis who said, "Hey, how about March 4th? Uh, and and uh, yeah, that's the day before Super Tuesday. And Brian Kemp, the governor's like, "Are you out of your head?" And, and then they're like, "All right, maybe we'll find another date." And then uh, uh, the judge in the January 6th case said, "Hey, how about March 4th?" <laughs> and and and, and you realize that that that, that this isn't po- if you can have a trial on March fourth, you can have a trial on March sixth. But they didn't say March sixth. They said March fourth, the day before Super Tuesday. Of course, the way to look at it is uh, a, a election interference uh, as trying to put their thumbs uh, on the scale. Um, that's what all of these uh, in, indictments are. Uh, they're 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 not certainly based on law. Maybe the class. My documents one is the closest one. But this is based on revenge. That's how it's seen in the court of public opinion. This isn't about how Trump has spun it. This is about how the American people look at it and the total lack of faith they have in the federal government. How do you feel about the mugshot? When you first saw it, what did you think? What went through your mind? Uh, I so it's it's not a question of whether I like the shot. It's that I am one of the like maybe very few people who object to the idea of oh this is so cool oh this is gonna get the Democrats oh they're gonna regret this, dude. Uh, if Trump was smiling, people would have said oh what a great mugshot right. You look at this one like oh he looks so strong. It doesn't matter what he was doing. He could have been smiling. Could have been picking his nose. It wouldn't have mattered. People be like that's the greatest mugshot of all time. Um, I think uh, glorifying the mugshot is super ugly stuff, uh, in in my view. And I understand people see it differently. The mugshot is an unbelievably dark moment in American history. Yeah. It's the moment of Leventry Beria, who ran Stalin's secret police. Show me the man and I'll show you the crime. Yeah. He's the guy who said it. And that's what we've got here. Uh, we tried an impeachment. Didn't work. We tried a second impeachment. It didn't work. We're now going to try everything else under the sun. And now we've got this. When Claire McCaskill, the former senator, from Missouri on MSNBC talked about uh, Rudy Giuliani and his mugshot and said, woohoo, that's the yeah. quote, by the way, 
Woohoo! That's how you know these aren't serious people. These are vindictive, disgusting, awful, despicable people who would gladly throw out the rule of law to move their ideology forward because their desire is their way and you get nothing. They get everything. You can't speak. They do it their way and you're lucky to survive. And if you get in their way, there's nothing they won't do to destroy you. These people don't believe in the rule of law. They don't believe in decency. These are despicable, terrible people. Well, I agree with you, Tony. These are despicable people. I will disagree with two things. Number one, um, I think it's okay to celebrate the mugshot. As a matter of fact, you can buy your mugshot t-shirts at store.hammerandnigel.com. Oh, boy. And number two, let's be serious. Let's have real talk here. The Nick Nolte mugshot is still the gold standard <laughs> of all political, celebrity, you know, whatever you want to call them mugshots. The Nick Nolte Hawaiian shirt with the disheveled hair, that's still the goat. First of all, uh, you know I disagree with you about the t-shirt. We'll leave it there. Second, uh, Secondly, uh, the king of mugshots is Rick Perry. No, no, wow. no. Wow. I didn't think about that. The, 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 see, Rick Perry knows he was getting screwed by some local official. Wow. And, and, and we, you knew it was just nonsense from beginning uh, to end. What it was wasn't that coordinated one for? destruction. What was it? What, what did, he, the former for, governor? Yeah, when he was governor of Texas, and, and, and there was a whole thing there where some local yeah. DA decided to go after him. I forget actually what the claim was now. Yeah. But that mugshot, that one is <laughs> is it. Yeah, I, I, I admit to you that, it, uh, that I am taking it on principle. And I, and I also admit to you that plenty of people are going to go to store.hammerandnigel.com uh, and say, <laughs> man, I wish, they're going to say, I wish Tony Katz had a store. But more importantly, they're going to they're gonna buy what they buy, and, and I think that's great. I, I must admit, it is a principal thing with me. I am. I, people are like cheering the coolness and not discussing the issue. Yeah. And I have. I admit, I have a real hard time with that because I. I'm. I am never really an angry guy. I uh, there's there's passion, but not really an angry uh, guy on, on air, and not really an angry guy about politics, usually angry about why the hell am I in studio right now? I don't want to see these people. That's usually the stuff <laughs> I get angry about. Um, so you don't I'm, get angry, angry very often because you're never in the studio, Tony. <laughs> right. You must be the happiest okay. damn man on the planet. Right until that mugshot, you bet your ass. <laughs> okay. Happiest okay. son of a gun who ever existed. Let me ask the you something. Infuriating. The mug, I understand your point about the mugshot, but I think people are having a discussion about it. And uh, the $7.1 million that was raised 24 hours after that mugshot released was released proves that. What does that say to you that that amount of money was raised for his campaign in such a short amount of time after that mugshot? I, I, I don't know if it says anything. I, I, I never forget that no matter what my issues are with Trump, my questions about whether or not he can win a, a general. That guy's ahead by 30 points no matter what poll you're looking at. That he is wildly popular no matter what uh, poll you're looking at. Uh, uh, Joe Biden couldn't raise $7 million of his life depending on it. Do you know how much Hunter <laughs> Biden artwork he has to sell to raise $7 million? It is unbelievable. And this is the part that keeps the left constantly being gobsmacked. They can't understand why he's popular. And this is why the people on the political right who follow the 
bulwark and that other that nonsense can't understand either that they are not the people that uh, the party is looking to. They can't take it. They can't believe it. And they can't even accept the good parts about Trump, which is indeed the fighting, the abuse. Tuesdays with Tony. Tony Katz with us. Tony, you bring up uh, the Biden family. Uh, new poll comes out. And I'm a little weirded out by this poll. The poll shows that, yes, people think Biden's too old. But the thing that we talked about yesterday was this is the biggest problem people have with Joe Biden. <laughs> Not the fact that he's incompetent. He can't walk. He can't speak. He's horrible at foreign policy. Uh, that he's too old. That's the biggest problem. I'm just so glad they admit that he's got a problem. I mean, may, maybe I, I, I've lowered the bar so much uh, that that I'll, I'll take anything. Um, but you know, it, it's it's hard to say. Well, he's terrible at foreign policy. When well, yeah, he's tar- horrible at foreign policy. He's a ridiculously old man. You know, he's terrible at, at dealing with the border. Well, of course, he's terrible at dealing with the border. He's a ridiculously old man. <laughs> you know, it's it's the it's the reason for for the thing. Uh, and uh, sometimes uh, the simplest answer is. Uh, the right answer so what's in the democrats playbook looking forward then here because because you know even democrats agree that he is way too old looks very feeble um is it mask i mean we're hearing drips and drabs of mask mandates at certain companies and colleges hell there's still colleges that still require the damn vaccine for you to be on campus which is outrageous is are we too early to start talking about covid and that being there and that being uh, an advantage in the upcoming election so I addressed this exact thing today, and what I stated, and I, and I would ask you guys to, to think about it, uh, you know, where are you at? You don't have to tell me right now. Um, is this a mask COVID election, or is this an abortion election? Mm. The political left has decided that this is an abortion election. We see it with uh, Joe Hogsett. Uh, he can't talk about safety. He can't talk about security. He can't talk about a vision for the city. Instead, it's reports about how he's going to ensure that city employees can still get access to abortions and reproductive health or whatever the hell else he's talking about. Abortion is the only subject the Indiana Democratic Party can talk about. Right. They have proven, though, that that can move an election because you can argue it did many, many places in 2022. We saw the United States be told you have to stay in your home and you have to wear this mask. And they all said, sir, yes, sir. And they did it. Why would I believe that them talking about masks or Republicans talking about masks will move an electorate? So I don't know if they're going to lose out on anything by going down this radical, ridiculous road. It's not that they're going to win anything. I don't know if they win anybody over. They've just bought into this as their political mindset, and they can't get away from it. Um, But I have not seen where doing so is going to cost them the election. You may. Certain people may say, oh, I'm never doing that again. But they would have said that before COVID. And COVID proved that the American people will live the communist lifestyle the minute they're ordered to. Why would I believe they won't do it again and why would i believe it's going to have a negative effect on democrats come 2024 i don't yeah i mean you mentioned 2022 in the midterms do you think the overturning of roe v wade and the dobbs decision and uh, lindsey graham coming out and saying we've got to codify 
uh, pro-life language into the you know into law. Um, was that? Do you think that resonated with suburban moms who said, "No, whoa, 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 wait a minute," and and there was no red wave because of that issue? I believe that suburban women allow abortion to be a subject more important to them than their own kids. Suburban women have daughters who won't make the swim team because some boy wants to be called Susie and has to be given the place as if somehow that's a real woman. And they'll say okay to that, even if it annoys them, because they'll vote for the same exact people who allow those kinds of things to happen because, well, we got to have abortion. Oh, there's a lot of suburban soccer moms who have to look themselves in the mirror and say, what's actually important to me? This Pavlovian abortion response that the Democratic Party has been conditioning me to for the past 30, 40, 50 years, or my daughter having a future as a woman. You tell me. You brought up uh, the COVID lockdowns, the election ramifications a little bit earlier. What do you think the American people, the public as a whole, are going to do if they're told to lock down a second time around? Because I think, and again, this is just my opinion, there were some folks that decided, all right, I'll play ball this first time around. I'm going to do what you said. But since then, since 2020, there's a lot of things that have came out about these lockdowns, about these vaccines. How do you see the public reacting if certain elected officials try to lock them down again well I, I again i don't see the general populace getting up in arms i i, I would love it i yeah. don't see it i don't see the general populace saying no i don't see the general populace quitting their jobs i don't see the general populace uh voting for 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 somebody else i do see a lot of people going to store.hammernigel.com and getting a nice hoodie <laughs> in order so they can cuddle up uh, on their couch That's right uh, uh every day for the next however long and maybe getting their hammer and nigel logo pint glass which is available now at store.hammernigel.com um but i don't actually i, I don't see it and and i i don't mean to be negative it's just i want it i want it bad i don't see it and i am bothered by that yeah and do you think they'll follow the new cdc guidelines on uh, alcohol and the two beers a week <laughs> <laughs> you are hilarious <laughs> okay uh what's coming up on your shows tomorrow tony uh well look i mean i'm not getting myself overly uh insane about hurricane coverage down in florida but we'll see as as it makes landfall tomorrow um housing prices are expected to go up in 2024 and interest rates are not coming down so you know that's the yeah. sign of disaster he is on social media at Tony Katz. You can catch him on WIBC. You can hear him in Bloomington, eat, drink, smoke, and damn it, he's got a book out too about barbecue. That is Tony Katz. TK, thank you. Always. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.